musicians and cool things and stuff. It's the Holly and Josh. On a bed in the Blue Cross in Ipswich. Not on our radio. Yeah. Uh, hi. <laughs> Hello, mate. Yeah. I like how we sing our own intros when we're not live on the air. Yeah, it's good. It's like, oh, oh, you're going to leave that in? Oh, Great. totally going to leave it in. <laughs> Why would I not? Oh, I, I, I might stretch it so it's in time with the, the actual one. Cause Good. Yeah. Stretch me. We usually do sing along with it a little bit on the show, but have the faders down. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, we're not... Who's that Radio 2 presenter that always just sings along to songs and it really infuriates Mr. Me. Annoying Man. Yep. That would be really bit. So, well, welcome to the Holly and Josh Show, ladies Hello. and gentlemen, your music podcast by musicians. Uh, this week, we are going to be talking about all the amazing musical goings-on from Harley Cotton and myself, Josh Locke, yeah. um, that we've been doing for the past couple of weeks. We um, are live. Well, not live. Well, we are, we're alive. <laughs> we're alive. Good. We're alive here Good. at the Blue Cross. Um, they're having their open day and... I'm on site to help because my sister works here. Yeah. And we thought, well, well let's do a bit here and we, we'll use their facilities. Yeah. And, um, and I pitched in helping out with the raffle tickets. Yeah, you so did. I helped. I feel, I feel... Again, you were just the eye candy to draw <laughs> people in. No, I was doing the strip. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Panda strip. That's mm. good value. Panda strip. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is that... Shaven panda. <laughs> does that go against some, like, animal cruelty, <laughs> animal yeah. abuse? I don't think we're allowed that in the Blue Cross. No, no. Um, but yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit about the news of uh, a survey of over 3,000 smartphone owners found that people don't care about the headphone jack being missing. Tech news. Oh, tech news, a little bit there, which, we, you know, which I was... Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, and also, we want to ask the question, should musicians be responsible for censorship? Yeah, interesting story, interesting mm. question. But I mean, uh, um, you know, we haven't got our jingle machine with us. No. So By we'll that I mean Harry pause. Isaac Presley. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we got, here's the jingle He wants machine. to make some jingles. I, 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 you haven't listened to last week's show yet, but... I um, will. He was saying he wants to make some jingles for us. Good. So... That's well, there we go. Here's the jingle machine. Maybe so, we should get him to do the Elvis voice, redo the intro for Elvis. <laughs> I mean, let's get him. To so do let's do. One. Let's do the uh, Holly. What did you do last week? Please tell me. Huh. Oh, yeah, we go. There we go. In, in lieu of, of Harry Isaac Presley. So my week obviously started with uh, hanging around with the amazing Harry Isaac Presley, aka Simon Goldsmith. That should have been the other way around, really. But it was really good. Um, it was it was cool. It was a shame you you weren't you weren't about because uh, we were saying afterwards we'd love to have do an episode with him as well as us too, which yeah. would be great. But I mean, um, we did that with Unity and Music, didn't we? We did. Yonks yeah, that's it. That. He's the original podcast. Yeah, that you, um, you did with. I found out. I'm that more like his replacement. <laughs> yeah, kinda. Yeah, sort of. your second your second fiddle. Second fiddle. Yeah, sloppy seconds. Oh, um, we yeah. For those who I I, I went to find the Unity Music uh, page a little while ago and. It's really hard to find yeah. because it used to be youtube.com forward slash unity in music UK. And I don't know if that's still a thing. Right. I think I might have lost the uh, uh, the hyperlink status. And now it's just a load of gobbledygook mm-hmm. with something in the middle. But um, if you can't find it, there are, I think there were four episodes. One with you, me and Simon. I thought, were there two? It might have been two with Yumi and Sai. It might have been. I can't remember. And then one Yumi and Dan Dolman. Mm-hmm. Um, it might have been that was all it. Yeah, I think that so. That might have been everything we did. But anyway, there's j- the really long, like full full length uh, episodes talking about a p- specific uh, thing. Yeah. Um, to do with music industry. Yeah. So um, that's really interesting, and uh, it was really cool to air thoughts to people in a in a, a nice long form. Absolutely. Was really I good. enjoyed that. But yeah, yeah. so th- yeah, he's a nice, fun, interesting guy to talk to. So is, if you yeah. haven't heard last week's podcast, check it out, gentlemen and ladies. Yeah. Um, kind of the rest of the week was fairly, uh, fairly interesting. I um didn't do a lot of music stuff throughout the week because I spent most of the time preparing for my uh, my best friend's wedding. Oh yeah, of course. Which was the, the film. Yeah. Uh, you just you just really looking forward to watching that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really good. We uh, it was great to have so many musicians in one room. That's mad. Um, isn't it? it was a very small wedding. It was only like twenty people there overall. Oh, cool. And we stayed up very late doing lots of dancing. Was there a band? No. Wow. No, because he was like, we've got the, the wedding parties next week. Right. Uh, but he kind of wants, he, do, he there was a thought about making a jam session, just having a kit set up and everyone can get up and play and jam some stuff out. But I think... That's chaotic. Yeah. 
so he was like so many musician friends. He just wanted them to have fun and do their own thing, and you know, mm-hmm. which was fair enough. Um, yeah, I had a. You it, get a, like bus drivers' holiday sometimes. Yeah. Speaking of bus drivers, I did play bus driver on Saturday. I told the bus driver I was in love with you. No, that's the witch doctor. Um, yeah, that, that's a weird kind of trope. That no idea. No. Um, so Saturday, I did ten hours of driving. Mate, it was long because I had to drive back for the wedding from Lincoln, Lincoln to Ipswich. Right, yeah, to Ipswich, right. Then I kicked Rainer out. Oh, that's mean. Because Rainer was at the wedding. Okay. Uh, and then picked up some good friends at Crystal, uh, Matt, uh, Graver, and his. And their pet and their mum uh, and a few other friends and we went all the way down to London to see the new film premiere for the Madness and the Method, the new Jason Mewes film. Oh right, what's that? So this is the Jason Mewes. Uh, it's his directing debut, um, and he, it, this was the premiere premiere yeah. of his of, of the film uh, uh, in Leicester Square, um, City World. Right. And it was really cool. My, uh, Crystal uh, was an extra in the film. Oh cool. Um, she. Uh, Oh, was I being Crystal. Yes. If you know her, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's great. Uh, stealing the show from the corner of the stage. <laughs> uh, f- corner of the screen, should I say. Yeah, yeah. it was really cool. Um, we saw some kind of celebrities and people were going like, recognise him from somewhere. Uh, Where do that? I recognise him from? Uh, but it was really interesting to see how... It was a Wikipedia night then. Yeah, yeah. We were literally <laughs> IMDBing like, oh, he was in that. Oh, he was in that. You <laughs> so know. Google, who's that bloke? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just like, oh, cool. There's a guy called Mickey Gooch Jr. who was hilarious. <laughs> what a name! Yeah, I know. He was. Uh, he's been in loads of different things as like side bits. Um, I think this is like he's one of those people that has been in loads of films with lots of people, but never like a, a front. Yeah, part the main role. guy. And he was really funny. He introduced the show, uh, the film, on behalf of Jamie's because he wasn't able to make it. Right. Um, it was really interesting to see how kind of film premieres work, and you get a real insight into the movie industry, right? And how close those things are. Mm-hmm. And um, what the music industry and the film industry, you mean? Yeah, like just like not as in close as in close to each other, but how right. similar they work. Right, yeah. You've got a lot of mates helping mates out. Mm. Uh, it's nowhere near as official as it can seem on right. TV and like the way they make out. You know, there's a lot of friends helping friends out. and mm. Giving uh, them a lift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, oh, staying around at someone's house. And, yeah. you know, it's, it was really interesting and uh, mm. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So if you ever get a chance to go to a film premiere or anything like that, go just for the... Uh, Lols. For the learning experience of how stuff like that work. Yeah. Um, and there's a very funny story I'll tell you about Mickey Ju- Ju- Jr. Off the, off the air, because right. he uh, said something very funny that was very un-PC, <laughs> but had the entire theatre in fits of laughter oh, good. before the film even started. Great, that helps things. And he wasn't even on mic. It was amazing. <laughs> that was great. So I got home at five o'clock in the morning. Yum. I was mm, struggling. Mm-hmm. Um Went straight to bed, got up uh, fair... Well, I got up much sooner than I thought because I had a gig with Oddball and the Shifty Twins at the uh, Trinity Sports and Social Club for their big music open day thing, um, which is a really cool event. Uh, Have you played it? Because it's been going for years, as long as I can remember. I feel like I have at one point with some different bands. (laughs) Maybe like a Stratosphere thing or, you know, one of those events because, yeah, they had loads of bands. Uh, me, uh, Oliver, and Dougal did that. Did a set. It was really cool because we haven't played together for a long time, mm. and we were kind of like with the opening band. And we, people who have seen Oddball and Shifty Twins, know we're a bit silly, tongue in cheek. I know the name is very serious, so it doesn't always sound like that. But <laughs> we are quite tongue in cheek and uh, a bit, yeah. And we had a lot of fun with it. And we were like, well, do we need to kind of clarify this? Or do something? we? Yeah. Do we need to ease into that? And uh, Dan was like, I think we should go straight in, just do our thing the way we do it. And, do, and we picked a song that was um, that, that showed that off really well. Right, like, what was the song? Uh, we, Wishing Well. Oh, cool, um, yeah. Is it Free or Bad Company? Oh, Free, I think. Uh, a Paul Rogers band. Yeah. <laughs> a <laughs> Paul Rogers vehicle. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, but we do silly things with it and uh, we did do some very silly things with it and people really bought into that and it was a real good icebreaker. Yes. Uh, sometimes those kind of things you do want to kind of ease in, but no, it really paid off. I was a little bit nervous about it. Oliver was full on board and I 
you know, I trusted them, but I wish I'd trusted them more because it really went well. Yeah. Um, had loads of people come saying thank you and really nice people, uh, you know, some nice words and, uh, and a lot of people going, that was really funny and entertaining. It's like, well, that's what we're going for. Yeah, we'll exactly. take it. It's supposed to be, you know, like it is a show, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. not just like play something and then there you go, yeah. we're done. And the, the potentially difficult thing with Oddball is that because of the type of band we are, we are three people on stage and there's a particular dynamic mm. and the way we work. So we can't really dep out that band. Yeah. Which makes I things suppose. a little bit complicated in terms of booking gigs and stuff, especially as we're not like a. a uh, a wedding party band despite the fact our first gig was a party <laughs> um i told you about that one and i someone died it was great well, um, <laughs> no you haven't sorry you can't stop there have you, no, okay well someone yeah it was, uh, i mean it was in south end i'm not going to go into more detail than that but you can <laughs> kind of guess what happened fighters um fires fighter oh <laughs> yeah one punch some guy one punch some guy like outside of the outside the club we were playing one punch man was there it was one punch man oh my god yeah or his evil equivalent because the guy wasn't a nice guy oh um, yeah so yeah we can't take that kind of gig out so we're going to try and push them with gigs but we're going to kind of push them on fridays because less parties happen on fridays mm -hmm. fingers crossed that plays well but we'll see yeah um uh, I then went home, loaded the van, and shot straight off to the Forge Kitchen, which you've oh, played great. before. Yeah. I think you were their first band, were you? Was no, we were. Well, they had an acoustic guy on, right? Like, like, like a couple months before we okay. played. But I think we were the first in a string yeah. of bands. If that makes sense. Um, we've been there. For, we were there with Chart Attack. We're their first full band That's to play, awesome. and we were all very unsure as to how the sound would go in a place like that. Right. Because it's a lot of hard walls, yeah. a lot of sort of very reflective surfaces, yeah, and a drum may bounce around that place like no man's business. Yeah. And actually, it went really well. We really? were in the same part as you were, but we were, if, you look at, if you're looking at where you guys were, right. turn 90 degrees to the right, and we were in that little yeah, corner. Yeah, okay, there. that makes sense. So there's yeah. a little bit more space, because you guys were a bit cramped in that. Yeah, bit. well, not really. I mean, for a duo, it's fine. Yeah, but for us, it probably would have not Yeah, that wouldn't have been well. good for you guys. And it, it was such a good gig. With the whole I time, bet. we were like, it's a restaurant. I don't know how well we'll go down. Yeah. But we pulled a really nice crowd of just good. really... Just up for it and friendly people. Sweet. Ron Wynn from Underline Sky was mm, there. So did she sing? She, she didn't sing, but wow. she danced. She she very much danced, didn't she? Uh, yeah. Um, and she brought all of her mates along. I think that's what you can call it, yeah. 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 Dan <laughs> uh, from Underline the Sky Come also on. popped along later on in the evening. And uh, it was really good to see him because he's, his, his job doesn't let him see so many gigs these days so it was mm. good that he managed to make it out as soon as he finished uh, and a lot of the, the classic chart attack lot were there good uh, we were chart attackers the best thing was we were finished by 10 and we could then go out and actually enjoy bank holiday weekend a little bit yeah. more which was nice yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, can you do a gig one time just called chart defence <laughs> like I, I don't know what you'll do but like maybe if where you just sort of end up like just before you play songs like right okay I know you don't like this one so just do all the like the pop covers that everybody hates oh. and just have to defend the song before you start it yeah like just like the bad number ones yeah. like yeah like like Venga Boys yeah yeah or Steps just like look S Club. It was in the charts. We have to do this with Chart <laughs> Defense. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it's yeah. a good song, okay? Yeah. Chill out, guys. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I can imagine that gig will be really entertaining for about three songs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the novelty will wear yeah. off very if quickly. You just, only just play like Baby by Justin Bieber and I Am The One And Only. I, I was. I actually, suggested, I tune, suggested that the other day and Ellie was like, definitely not. And I was like, oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, um, yeah. yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Um, so that was really cool. That was cool. Uh, and it takes us to takes me, takes me to this morning. I can't talk again. Um, Don't do that. I, which is, I came here to the Blue Cross. Uh, they've got their all day event on, and they wanted a PA system so they could call out the raffle. So I brought my system. That's along. your EV there. I saw it. That is there, and that's and that's pretty much. Why we're here in this room today. That's good. I don't know if you can hear the band playing in the background. I can't remember what they're called. Brotherhood. 
Brotherhood. There Brotherhood. we go. They're two brothers. Just, uh, just, just two just, brothers. Just two brothers. Um, <laughs> and Mexican Armada. But yeah, no, they're um, they're good. They're, they're playing loads of fifty stuff. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, this would really work well on my set. They're doing oh, some like, Everly Brothers. And stealing stuff. some of our ideas. Yeah, exactly. I Is think. that wrong to steal like an, a song from a band that they're covering? Good question. Oh, I don't know if they're known for that cover locally. Yeah. I think that's that's mean. Like, if, if, especially if they're doing like, I'm it's trying really... to think of of of. Of who like, I mean, I know East Town Pirates have always wanted to do like a punk pirate version of Gotta Pick a Pocket or Two Boy. Yes. Um, and if they did that and then somebody else did it, then that would be wrong. Yeah. But if you know. And I bet you, you on hearing of, that, you were like, oh, I'd love to do that. Oh, a rockabilly version. Of shouldn't. That. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. But yeah, like, yeah, no, you're right, pirate version. But yeah, I think if, you, if it's just like a, a song that people love. Yeah. Then I don't think nobody's got any ownership on that, have they? No, no, so that's a good Yeah. I had actually had Jax uh, from Jackson Co. Yeah. Come and talk to me the other day. And he said, um, you know, I do feel a bit guilty because a lot of people say that, you know, after we started playing locally, people said, oh, have you heard of this, this Jason Lockerbillies? Because they do Johnny Cash as well. And he was like, oh, oh, I didn't realize that they were a thing. Uh, and he was like, so yeah, and no, I do feel a bit guilty about doing that. I was just like, well, dude. We weren't mates before that he started doing a thing. I mean, like yeah. we're mates now. Yeah. But I was like, if we if we were like good mates and you come to like my gigs, yeah. And then suddenly started a Johnny Cash tribute band, I'd be like, hey, 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 dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is my thing. I mean, to but, be fair, like Johnny Cash did it first. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah. You're, you're, you're copying him <laughs> exactly, and I'm Quite copying literally. a bunch of other tribute <laughs> acts, right? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, no, I don't. I, I think you know, if if the crowd wants it. And I don't know, and somebody else isn't really living off that. Yeah. Then you know, go for it. Well, there we go. That goes my extended four-day weekend. Harley did stuff. We love you, buddy. Glad you didn't die. Thank on the you. Road somewhere. Yeah. On your own. Mix the two ones up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is gonna be fun to edit. <laughs> Yay, that's what I'm for. Uh, so this is the point where we usually play some music. But as this is podcast only, um, it's probably best we don't. Otherwise, you won't be able to hear this podcast because it'll be taken down for copyright issues. Yeah. So, But uh, in lieu of this, um, please do send us your songs. Yeah, please do. If you're a musician, you're a band, uh, or you literally are a fan of someone and you think that we should hear their stuff. Um, I, we- have a, I was actually sent, sent a song uh, to play on today's show not, and I said yeah I'll play it and I had to mention go, actually wait it's Bank Holiday it's not on radio but we'll play it next week yeah. so we've got one one new bit of music coming next week I've already heard it uh, and it's very good very nice so yeah stuff details. like that I mean you know it's, it's really good because we, we like to stick to like local-esque music yeah. you know Essex Cambridgeshire Norfolk and of course Suffolk um, just so that we you know because then you can definitely see them because they'll be about yeah. quite a lot and then you don't miss them um, so yeah if you've got anything in mind please get, let us know um, mm. Harley and Josh show at gmail.com there you go I mean we do have a lot of listeners across the pond as well exactly very interesting so yes. you know if you've got something Frogs, we just want to share then we'll, we'll see what fish, we can do yeah ducks Multiple pond dwelling creatures. Oh yes, newts, tadpoles, the younger ones. This is a family friendly <laughs> podcast, so that's tadpoles the, are the welcome. Funniest thing to say in a Suffolk accent. Go on, newts, newts, <laughs> newts. I do love them. Music newts. <laughs> there's, um, a, there's a newt on my boots. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna bore you people with the last two weeks, um, but in a briefie. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, the last week I couldn't make it because I went on an excursion to Cornwall. Um, I was just knackered from a lot of teaching and a lot of um, and a lot of gigging. You know, summer. You know what's a good a good cure for um, like being knackered? What's that? An eight-hour drive. <laughs> I know. I thought that. I was like, "What are you <laughs> doing, man?" Um, but yeah, so it, it just been a really busy couple of weeks, and I was just like, "There's only three days that during my summer." sort of break, I say break, you know, summer off school where I wasn't gigging uh, or teaching. I just had to take it off. Um, So yeah, let me just quickly just check over what what, what date was it last weekend because I've got to go back through all my crazy, uh, so we had, so it was from the 16th. So let's check that out. What did I do then? So I was at a wedding in Thurston, which was quite amazing. It was a, um, uh, 
I think it was it was like a just a, a field based thing, but they made it look like a proper little area of a festival. There were okay. loads of outdoor games, which as the band re- we really appreciated because mm. we set up at like one p.m. and we weren't playing until eight p.m. Right. <laughs> so we had like seven hours. Um. So we went down to the, like the pub. Um. There was also Dusky Sunday were playing. Oh, nice, yeah. That was Sunday. That was very suffocy. Um, so Fern and Sam. So it was nice to hang out with them. Uh, and we just sat there playing Jenga with them. Oh, uh, a bit of Jenga, a bit of poo head. Yes. Oh, game. yeah, I saw you post. Oh, I love shit, it. Yeah. Um, and a uh, bit of large chess. They had oversized chess and oversized Jenga. Oh, wow, So nice. we were having a great time. Just like, just, you know, a bit of that in between, in between shows does help to stop you from falling asleep, uh, which is always nice. Yeah. Um, Yes, we had that that week, and I'm trying to see what else I actually had. Um, I, I thought I had more gigs than that over that weekend. I'm pretty certain we did, but uh, they've gone from my from my calendar, so I can't tell ah. you about them. Um, but yeah, so we enjoyed that one. Thank you to Paul and Ella for that one. Um, really proper up for it, Irish family. Yeah. So I was just like, well, I'm playing Bewitched then. Nice. Not in the Lockerbillies, but... Like, ah, ah. Yeah, you'd have to do that in Chart Attack if you were oh. doing Chart Defense. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we have girl, sitting in the tree. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I think we should just do it with Chart Attack. Yeah, just do it anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no That's to. been on request for our DJ set for the last like three or four gigs. <laughs> That's great. So, yeah. Wait, yeah. We should chuck in the set, I think. Why not, man? Um, so then the uh, that brings... so Well, actually, that was it. Because the day after that... I had a solo gig at the Three Wise Monkeys where I played all, yes. uh, pretty much all originals. Um, I did a couple covers and uh, Dave Kershaw asked for The Legend of John Henry's Hammer, which is about a seven minute song, yeah. which he always requests when Murray's around. It's like the rockabilly equivalent of Freebird. Um, it's, it's an absolute tune. Actually, you played it on when we did the podcast as part of Unity Music. Oh, yeah. I did. And that was the first time I'd heard that. That's the second time that's come around that. That's good, that. Hey. Uh, it's a great tune. Uh, but yeah, nobody can follow me when we play it because there's so many tempo changes and stuff. Yeah. But that was really nice. So after that, after I played that, I immediately drove off to Cornwall, um, which was super fun. Um, because, yeah, like I, I just had to just sort of get sleep. I, so I drove all the way down to Glastonbury. Not the festival, Harley. <sighs> um, but yeah, I was just like, it's about four hours drive. Stopped at about one o'clock in the morning. Right. Slept in the back of the van in a classy McDonald's car park. Yeah. You know, uh, I've noticed that, so you've slept in the back of your van. Do you have problems with when you move, your alarm goes off? Uh, so there's a button on my van. Nice. Where uh, you can disable, you can keep the alarm going, but disable the, uh, the motion sensor. Right. Um, I need to there see if I can find There probably is one on yours. You reckon? You have to find where it is. Oh, it was like, horrible. Yes. I only discovered that recently, though. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's happened to you a bunch of times. Yeah, because I'd sort of like get somewhere and, you know, and then everything locks. And you're like, well, I can't move now. And I'm really uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to just keep unlocking it. The lights come on. and then uh, Anyway, so I drove all the way down to Cornwall. Went to Coverack. Um, went down to Plymouth uh, to see loads of family. It was just loads of family down there. Went to Penzance because... There is loads of pirate stuff there. Oh, yes. And we've got, um, you know, band JS and the Buccaneers, which is all piratey things. So I was just going around networking with pirates, basically. Actual pirates. Yeah, well, there's people there that actually have pirate festivals. So well, they sell you, like, you know, knockoff DVDs. And- <laughs> <laughs> you want DVD? Um, yeah, no, they actually, there's a ship in the, in the, the marina in Penzance, which is a pirate fancy dress shop, which they dressed up to look like a big old Amazing. pirate galley. Um, was it Bag of Rags, it's called. Um, so I went in there and just they gave me this this magazine of all these festivals that you can go to, actual pirate crews that you can join. Yeah, Registered pirate crews with actually their own flags and stuff. Are you going to try and hit some of those up for some, maybe get a chance to do some gigs and stuff? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, so- there's, but it's great. I mean, it's just called Pirate Plunder, I think, this magazine. And if you are piratically inclined, piratically inclined. Piratically inclined. Um, I love Love that. Um, uh, then there's yeah, there's loads of LARPing, you know, live yes. action role playing um, and cosplay stuff that they go onto and like reenactments. Yeah. You know, um, you know, people actually going out and trying to take over ships and stuff. So we're going to try and get involved in oh, that. Oh, wow. Um, there was a pub there called the Admiral Benbow, which is based on, well, actually, was the Admiral Benbow was, is from uh, Treasure Island, um, which uh, is a, is, it was the 
but the pub that like the main character worked at. So yeah. this is the Robert Louis Stevenson novel from the 1800s. Um, and they based it on that. It wasn't usually called that originally, but it's from the, like the 1700s. And they just made it look like a pirate galley. It's amazing. Oh, <laughs> it was mate. the best pub I've ever seen I swear because yeah. like you go in the back they've actually like, you know how like the captain's cabin looks in like a mm. in like a very fancy ship they made it like that with all the the, the, the vines everywhere and all these amazing beams and like you know a ship's wheel yeah. it's just stuff hanging from the ceiling but they have regular pirate meetups so I'm, I'm fascinated by that so that's hopefully. amazing yeah, you know it's only an eight hour drive away but you know uh, we're going to have to head down there because that was, that was so fun yeah um, sweet man so yeah did that um, then headed on back there's some great music over there in, in Cornwall yeah. uh, just every, every bar's just got folk going on or people just bring their acoustics and did you have to do a there. lot of driving because my experience with Cornwall is like one town to the next is always quite far away from each other or did you kind of settle on a place that was not too distant yeah i mean i just sort of like i i knew that i was only had two places to hit really. right okay so i was just like bang straight there along all the a roads that are super windy and yeah. stuck down ones in vans like when you're in a van like especially when you're you know touring with a band you have to just go down mm. some weird roads and i've yep. done that with every single van i've ever had to drive mm. and like you're sitting there going am i gonna fit down here I don't know, let's just suck it and see, I suppose. Hope someone's not coming the other way. Yeah, exactly. Oh, there is. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not reversing, mate. Yeah, <laughs> that's, you go. that's when you become a Trivana. Yeah, you're a smart car. I'm a, a transit. You can back up, mate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, got back Thursday morning because I had a gig Thursday afternoon right. in Norwich. Right, okay. So I drove overnight on the Wednesday. Um, yeah, which was quite a hassle. Because um, it was basically in the middle of town. So it was Head Out Not Home Fest. Oh, yeah. Absolutely amazing. We've done that three times yes, now. Yes, we have, yeah. Um, and it's, it was on Gentleman's Walk, which is right where the Norwich market is. Okay. Uh, in the centre. And they just put up a mar- uh, like a gazebo, a gazebo, um, and a, and a really nice HK uh, PA system, yeah. actually. Um, little Yamaha, I think it was what they called M- MDX 24s or something yes. like this. Desk. And yeah, the guy, Ian, who did the sound was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, it was just playing to anybody that was coming past. We sold a bunch of merch. There was a load of people there. Yeah. A lot of homeless people there as well. Mm. Um, homeless. Um, which we were kind of like, you, you're a bit wary of at first because, you know, everybody's a little bit prejudiced there. Um, mm. But you know, you sit there and think, most of the time you've been to a pub, how often have you seen a homeless person allowed in? Yeah. Um, or chucked out. Mm. You know, um, so they just don't get to see live music. Yeah. So yeah, they were like proper rowdy and like side the carbon cider was flowing. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. There were a lot of tops off and 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 barely any underpants. Right. And some some strange smoke smells. Um, <laughs> but I was in there thinking, right, this uh, at point. It start. I started off feeling a bit threatened. Because they're just they're right up, you know, of in course, your face. And they're just like, Aah! and you're just like, but remember that these guys don't get to see live music, and they weren't being aggressive. They weren't no. being violent. They once weren't you, starting fights. Once you kind of get a few songs in, you kind of get an idea of who they are and yeah. what what their limits are. Exactly. In the end, it's just like the same as any pub crowd, yeah. <laughs> volatile. But like you know, they they were having a great time and and uh, and they were very That's complimentary amazing, and stuff. Sweet. Um, uh, yeah, they kept storming the stage to shake our hands mid gig, which <laughs> is like okay. Uh. Um, but yeah, so thanks guys. Uh, thanks to Head Out Not Home. If you are a, uh, a Norwich-based band or a Suffolk-based band or East Anglia, or they have people from Covent Garden, street performers, yeah. anything, get in contact with Norca. Um, they are a Norwich uh, and um, Norwich Evenings, or is it Norfolk Evenings? I think it's Norwich Evenings. Um, where they put that on and it's just a really, they, they pay. Nice. And it's uh, a good publicity. Sweet. So that was a Thursday. We, what's up? I'm going to sneeze. Go on, do it. Is it a weird one? <laughs> Oh. Just the one. That was just, good. Just the one. That sounded like you just expelled white noise. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So then we had on the Friday, we played with Tallulah and the Good Times Republic. Yes. Uh, it was our fledgling show. Full at, band. At Maui Wowie. Yes. Yeah, so it was yeah. uh, Murray Collins, Rich Webb, myself, Felipe, who is a uh, gypsy jazz guitarist from London that Tallulah knows or Sophie knows, uh, Jade Mae Jean. Yeah. And Hannah Hinchliffe. And it was, I really wish I could have seen that because I like 
Uh, There's videos of it. Yourself, oh, there is great because yourself yeah. and Murray have been talking about. It. I'm like, this sounds like such an amazing show. It's a great little, great little band. Um, so yeah, that was uh, the Maui Waui Festival on the Friday night at nine o'clock. Everybody was well up for it because there's a lot of like drum and bass, yeah. and dub in there. Perfect. So, like, people were well Perfect up for party it. music. Yeah, and you know, considering we'd, we'd we'd had like a bunch of rehearsals, uh, yeah. and you know, we'd really worked on it. Um, that musically, I think it sounded really, really good. Mm. Um, you know, we were all dressed up to the nines and we put on a good show. We, you know, we were making it nice and nice and wild and crazy. I think the only thing it lacked was the space between songs. Right. There were points when we weren't talking because, you know, tracks had to be selected. The backing yeah. tracks had to be working with the click and things. So it just felt a bit awkward. But that's just to be expected with teething problems. Yeah, for a band. You, learn, you learn how to fill those gaps through time. Absolutely. So that was really good. Um, but the problem is on that Thursday, I don't know what happened, uh, but I caught a sickness bug. Oh, no. From the, uh, from the Norwich show. Um, and I'd been throwing up frontwards and backwards <laughs> like Ooh. the full day hadn't slept um and then had to go and do this nine o'clock show oh, at really good times and i was just like just hold it together i felt rough yeah. but i was like right on stage i was like give it all the energy yeah and it was quite cathartic actually you know sort of felt like i got it out it's only because i pooed myself loads of the times on stage yeah i, fair, I didn't know uh but yeah like uh, if you watch the video back you'll see me when i poo myself shaking out your people get that's oh that's gonna people yeah that's gonna make people watch the videos isn't it? yeah like, oh yeah let's see the point where he poos himself um it doesn't i don't i promise this um, is like clickbait but it's exactly audio poop bait uh, <laughs> sorry um but yeah then uh so but the thing is I was like, I can't be ill now. I've got five more gigs to do. Yeah. So I did the Tallulah Good Times show. Then the next day we had two shows. We were on, I was still feeling pretty ill. Uh, it was a Corn Hill. So right outside the town centre. Oh, yes. For Music Made in Suffolk to support the um, all the amount of people coming. It's 160,000 people have visited Ipswich yeah. this weekend alone to visit where, where, where Ed Sheeran. I didn't realise you were playing on that because we talked about the Music Made in Suffolk Sad. stage but they didn't have a lot of information on the event as to who was playing which yeah. is a shame um, yeah that was we were on at 12 <clears throat> nice um, and yeah really really great lineup for that mm. they had Ashton Jones Jade Mayjean um, yeah just some fantastic musicians playing on that stage um, and, and they're, they're thinking about doing it as a regular thing that's amazing hopefully do it as an annual thing actually so That'd the last great. bank holiday of the week uh, the, the, of the the, the of August. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, if you want that to happen, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening in, write to the council, tell them they think it, you think it's a great idea because I yeah. thought it was wonderful. Loads of different types of people all gathering in the town centre from all different walks of life. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and just really giving yeah. it a go, you know? It was so, surprising it was how busy Ipswich was. Like me, uh, Thursday, well, Wednesday and Thursday, just driving around Ipswich. I didn't go into town centre at all. But just driving around and it was just like so busy. Super rammed. Just people just coming, like I say, coming from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Angel did some interviews with some people and asking where they'd come from throughout mm-hmm. the day um, at the Edge here in gigs over the weekend. And like, yeah, people have come from a long way. Absolutely. Just for a chance to see. Yeah. And then you get, you know, artists like Piers James playing. Yes. You Caswell, Bessie yeah. Turner. I mean, um, I'm going to claim a little thing or something here. Some of the music that Piers James plays, I was the session guitarist on it. That's great. So technically I was playing guitar when Ed Sheer, on on the Ed Sheeran shows. So there we go. There we go. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm counting that. Um so yeah that was so that was Saturday daytime. After that we packed down and went straight up to Colchester or was it down to down to Colchester um to the Colchester Golf Club for a private party for nice. Kiri and Alex. We played their wedding and then there was a joint birthday party. So that was a sort of year anniversary of their oh, wedding and right. it was a birthday. So yeah, that was really nice uh, to be involved and now they're pregnant as well. So I was like, oh, I feel slightly oh. involved not in the Conception, but like yeah, the uh, just there or? the fact of no, I wasn't like well done, um, but yeah, just to be they, they make us feel like part of the family. They're a really lovely. That's group, great. So, nice. Um, that's quite a lovely thing when you're a wedding band. And at this point, how were you feeling? Were you? Uh... I was still pretty sick. Yeah, but I was like put on brave face. Nice. I still had to drive. Still had to had to load the load the gear, and I was just like, so oh, lifting was, mustn't have been fun. If no, you were, you absolutely know, not. And I've done my behind. back in from doing that as well, oh. which is great. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things when you're self-employed, you don't get sick pay. You don't. And no. when it's when it just happens randomly in the middle of you know a crazy busy weekend, you can't 
I don't know. I'm not going to be cancelling somebody's birthday no. party. I'm not cancelling these festivals that I've worked so hard to get us to on. To get them, no. So, I'd yeah. like to say when it rains, it pours, but that might be a little bit of a weird reference yeah. considering how you're feeling. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, blah. Um, yeah, then on... So, the Saturday night, we played at the Colchester Golf Club. That was really fun. I mean, there, there, there weren't a dancey crowd. They mostly sat down. Um, but, you know, again, it was one of those things you, where... Did your mu- I think your music quite hands itself to both sides of that. It can do, yeah, people say, well, I remember this song, you know. Yeah. Um, But, you know, they were were constantly apologising. Oh, I'm sorry, not many people were dancing. It's just like, hey, one, we got paid. So we're not paid in dancing, don't worry. And two, nobody was being rude. Nobody was sitting there going like, oh, this music's horrible, I'm sitting down in protest. And I can just tell people to enjoy themselves. Did people still come up to you afterwards and say good show? Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you know they're enjoying themselves, that's the main thing. Mm. Like I say, your job is to make, is to, let people enjoy themselves as much yeah. as they can. And if, if sitting down and listening to a great band is enjoyable mm-hmm. and dancing is not for them on that particular occasion, then exactly. it doesn't matter. They're having th- fun. It's too, it's, and it does make me worry a bit because, I mean, there's some musicians are so, you need to be so softly, softly around them. It's just like yeah. they constantly need applause and, and, and people to be grateful. Otherwise, they get really annoyed. It's just like, dude, you've been paid. Like yeah. any other job... If you were if you were a plumber walking out, I always use a plumber as a reference for some reason. But like if you're a plumber walking out of someone's house and they didn't clap you, and you were suddenly just like, oh, never working for you again, then what's your problem? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Like musicians, don't be so precious. I've uh, I noticed a thing that um, recently Elliot from Chart Attack is he's really uh, honed a skill and is really good at because he's got that real cheeky boy attitude that a yeah. couple of songs he in and, and he'll boy. go come on guys don't be boring you can come up and dance you know and if they f- follow in he's like yeah that's more like it and if they don't he doesn't dwell on berate it and he doesn't it. doesn't yeah he doesn't berate he's really and, and but then he makes a makes a bit of a you know by all means you sit down and have fun but as long as you bring me cake at the break that's fine cake at the break and uh stuff like that and he's really cool uh, um and he's <clears throat> really coming in zone as, as a as a front man and uh that's good. It's, it's great that he's he's get he's got that personality, and every front man has a personality. Absolutely, man, you need that. And the best thing is, it's one that people like. Yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It was not a douche. So yeah, yeah then on the Sunday, uh, we were up straight again to Maui Wowie Festival. So with the Lockerbillies this time. So mm-hmm. we did the Tallulah Good Times on the Friday, and then the Lockerbillies on the Sunday. Um, I thought we were playing at four. All the stuff that I had beforehand said we were playing at four. So we got there at. Two, no, yeah. half two. Oh, right. Half two. Because um, we were just like, you know, it gives us enough time to sort of get there, set up, look around a bit, and then get on. They were like, yeah, cool, you're the next band on. I'm like, so what? <laughs> and then we were on at three. They changed our time uh, without telling me. Um, so we had to go straight on. So I had to do a lot I, of I, Did you do, you, we, I did see the post saying that you, you changed the time. And yeah. We, we put, um, uh, but I, luckily, we still had a massive crack. I thought it was going to be absolutely dead to be honest like it's a mm-hmm. Sunday I would have thought everybody would have been really hungover from the weekend especially so far. with the heat that it, it was, was really hot um, there were you know Lee Scratch Perry's playing later on so yeah. I was expecting those people like oh, I'll wait until that and you know I'll just I'll just play for, stay for the headliners and head off um, but no we had a massive crowd great really good sound on stage so we had all four of us um, and they were really up for it crowd as well so you know was getting right involved with them I was going out into the crowd you know getting you know talking to people through the microphone mm-hmm. um, and it didn't take much to, to get them involved so amazing uh, nice, nice. That we sold some of the, the well, I think the most amount of merch that we've ever sold at a festival actually. Great, uh, that that's one. good. So that they really came through for us. So thank you, Mami Wowie. Um, Danny, have you got many of your your Glastonbury t-shirts left? Uh, no, we sold the last two. Sold your last sold two. The last Mate, two. So we're going to get some new ones in just because like, right. there are actually people that have ordered them on the website. Oh, okay, cool. And um, because the only last two we had were double XL. Right. So we um so nobody was ordering them on, online, but all the ones that people had ordered online, they'd sort of they'd been sold <laughs> by the time. So yeah, yeah that's I'm now amazing. An online shop. It's good that it's it's like you always take a gamble when it comes to merch and stuff. Not people, mm-hmm. not people realize this. You have to tend, you tend to have to buy a large amount to get a good mm-hmm. unit. Yeah, price. I mean, you're looking above as the three hundred quid. Yeah, and if you it, want to buy any t-shirts, that's it. Um, and it's it's great that it's 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 coming back it's shifted i mean it takes a little while but it shifts doesn't it yeah but yeah um i believe that's everything i did up until i mean yeah awesome so um that's not a good jingle that's everything i did i mean up to yeah that's uh, thanks that is the new jingle just so you know (laughs) um 
So after Maui Wowie, did you stick around there for a little bit or? Yes, got to see a couple bands. Oh, I've forgotten what they were called though. I actually searched them out earlier. There was a band called the Phantom Cowboys from Norwich, which are like uh, sort of rockabilly-esque. And they were quite yeah. fun to... Well, they were fun to listen to. Their, their performance was lacking. They were right. good musicians and they had yeah. good songs, but they just looked well bored. <laughs> yeah. Like, Ugh, but I mean, Again, I would like to could be a victim them. of the heat. Yeah, it's true. I would like to gig with them though. Um, I'm just trying to see if I can find out what the band was that played after us in Maui Wai because they were like a gypsy... Um, uh, Balearic kind of thing going on. Yeah. So a lot of like seven, four, seven, eight, uh, nine, eight kind of time signatures. Right, awesome. Really tight jazz players as well. Sick. But it's all like better, 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 with like accordions and and violins and really, really, really cool. Um, so yeah, I would definitely. It's a great festival for that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, it's just it's diversity. Yes, I I. Were you there last year? Did you play last year? No, no. no. That was the first, this is the first time I've been to Miami, right. and I, I was well impressed. Actually, I went for the afternoon because I had some students playing there last year. Oh um, yes, of course. Or our students, should I say? Yeah. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I was like, I wish I could stay. I wish I could stay for the whole weekend because it's oh, amazing. Yeah. There's so many stages. It's really, really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I'm a massive fan of the, of Miami, Miami now. I want to go back. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I'll try and find out what that band was called because I was trying to share one of their videos earlier. We should do a live show now next year. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was a thing. This is again where we'd usually play some music. Yeah. Uh, once again, uh, I'm going to say to send us some music. Please if do. You have some music. Yeah. Um, also, we haven't asked you to like and subscribe yet. No. Please do. It's worth mentioning that last ep- last week's episode uh, didn't go up onto our YouTube for some reason, and we we still want to work out how to get that. So if you're listening mm-hmm. on YouTube, uh, thank you for listening in the first place. Absolutely. Um, but like I say, the the, the 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 best way is to find us on uh, podcasts uh, on uh, yeah iTunes. We're on Google Podcasts. Absolutely. Uh, sorry, Apple Music, as we probably should be pushing now. Yeah. Uh, I'm go- I'm working on getting us on Spotify as well. I don't know if I Good. told you that. You did because say yes. Spotify is really like doubling down on podcasts at the moment. Oh, so really? uh, anybody wants to uh, who ha- is listening on on YouTube or whatever and wants to be able to turn your phone off, like lock your phone screen whilst listening. Yes. Uh, there's a chance that we may be on Spotify very soon. That'd be really cool, wouldn't it? So, um, so yeah, there was, uh, Harley, let's talk about music news. Music news. Um, so what we wanted to talk about this week was 99% of Americans don't care about the headphone jack survey finds. Bit rude. But I know, right? Uh, poor old Jack. Um, yeah. uh, he just wears. He just wants to wear his, wear his headphones. Yeah. People are like, "Hey, I don't care about you, man." Yeah. He's like, "Oh, my music's gone." See, um, my, what you got? You do, but I'll, I'll, I'll chime in. It's gone, chimey, chimeys. But I mean, this is talk about Americans. It's an American study, but I think this is probably a global thing. I, I, I think it does speak for the masses. I generally. think so as well. There's a lot of people who I think it's one of those things. A lot of people moaning about it, but. The people, I think it's, it'll be the, the, the loudest voice is not always the, yeah. the most the, the, the consensus. numerous. So yeah, a survey of over 3,000 smartphone owners you found most Americans don't care about the headphone jack. Ting. 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 Blood. A mobile virtual network operator, um, MNVO, uh, conducted the survey. Only 1% of those who responded said the headphone jack is a top three feature for them. Uh, the question was asked to over 3,640 respondents. Uh, the survey asked participants to rank the three most important features they consider when choosing a new phone. What, what's that for you then, Harley? What are my top three features? Top three. For me? Yeah. And this is, uh, this is I think the reason why we might find this surprising for me headphone jack's very important true i got this phone over the other phone that i was looking at right because because of that. It, they went it's pretty much the same phone because they got a headphone jack right um but i'm a musician that does gigs and we plug our phone into a mixing desk to do a live show mm-hmm. uh so having a headphone jack's really useful Super for us musicians to be able to do stuff like that mm-hmm. but not everybody's a part-time DJ, full-time musician absolutely, um, who needs that feature. Mm-hmm. And I have recently bought some Bluetooth headphones uh, yeah. uh, about a month ago and I 
absolutely love them. Oh, good. They're really good, really well made, and like you don't get any what problems. Are they? Uh, the Pamu Slide. Pamu Slide. A lot of probably they've, they've got a massive advertising campaign and it's working because I bought them. You bought them, yeah. Um, and they got loads of good reviews, so I went, yeah. I'll, I'll so this is try. Harley's gig gear this, corner. This is, oh, my gear corner. I guess it is my gear corner. Now, yeah. what I found, I was like, I, I love having music and headphones, but I especially when I'm like loading the van, I'm often doing that on my own mm. and just, you know, have some music going on or listening to a podcast. It's mm. usually podcasts. Mm. But the amount of times I caught my headphones on an amp as I picked oh, it up. Oh, God, yeah, just or, yanks them out of your ears. Yeah, or when I was at the gym. And just get rage. You, yeah, mm. and the headphone bit breaks because you, you it's always like constantly oh, being yeah, bent against right your right pocket. Sort of thing. Yeah, so I was like, well, I want headphones. I get it. And I've got wide headphones that I do still have and use, but I just thought... Let's give this a try. I'll go back if I don't like it. So but so your top three is headphone jack. Is a thing, although less more less of a thing What's than it used to be. Uh, I, my next phone, I'm going to try and get a phone that has a fingerprint on the back rather than a thumbprint on the front. Right. Because it, I, I don't like the thumbprint on the back, front, thumbprint mm. on the front. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd much prefer having the fingerprint on it, which is great. Mm-hmm. A good camera is really good, although that's one of those things that is completely a gimmick with a phone. I right. think you don't need a phone with a decent camera, but again, we do lots of social media posts yep. like that when you're at a gig with low light and you get a good camera that can take make your gig look great. We put a picture mm-hmm. on Instagram of us at the Forge and it looked really good just because yeah. the lighting was really Absolutely. cool. And you can really, that that's useful for me as a musician. Absolutely. Um, I would say my top three yeah. would be Headphone jack, good camera, and storage space. Store, yeah. Loads of storage. My last phone only had like 16 gig, and now I've got like 32 or something yeah. like that, and I'm immediately noticing the difference. But yeah, so, but we're musicians. And also the thing is, because I mean, like I've got an adapter so that I can put a, yeah. you know, a headphone jack into that so I can still use it as a yeah. as a device for playing so music. However, around. that means you can't charge it at the same time. Of course. So, uh, you know. And that's quite important on the life. Swings and roundabouts, yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly. So anyway, uh, only 1% of respondents picked headphone jack as one of the three most important factors. So what did smartphone buyers rate as the most important factor when choosing a new phone? Unsurprisingly, 35% of respondents and said the price was the main factor. That's a yeah. And thirty percent of respondents picked operating system as an important factor. Yeah. The third most picked or, uh, option was specs at just fourteen percent of the votes. Yeah. So I guess you know just sort of like RAM, etc. That's it. Um, I, I mean, go on. Operating system is quite an important thing because the, uh, there's a lot of people who are pro or against uh, iPhone or Android and stuff like that. I'm pro Android for no reason other than. That's what I've always had, mm. and I don't know. A bit how more customizable as well, I find. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think I'm I, on. I'm on Apple, and uh, I've just because I'm so used to it now. It, yeah. um, but I know that Android phones are really good for customizing how you have the layout, etc. Exactly, um, and you know, just to be able to use it quickly without and without having to think about it is mostly based on the if you press that button, you know what that button's going to do mm. and stuff like that. So yeah, that's an interesting and. Um, I mean, because I mean, so I've kept my last two iPhones. I had an iPhone 5 and an iPhone 6S and I use them both now as like music players. Yes. So I just load them up with music. And so, so I don't have that problem with charging my phone during it. I can just literally just use one if I don't have my laptop with me or something like this. Because I mean, you know, I use my laptop for DJing. Um, yeah. um, but if somebody hasn't paid for that, but they still want some a little bit of background music, yeah. I'm like, it's no skin off my teeth. Just plug in my. We always do a uh, a Spotify playlist as included with our with our gigs, um, yeah. just for that reason. So people, you know, uh, and yeah. they they pick their own songs, and we add more songs accordingly to kind of bulk out a set if they've only given an hour's play and they want True. a couple of hours. But yeah. yeah, what do you guys think? Write us in. Yeah, yeah. Let us please know. Do. do you actually care about the headphone jack missing? I mean, it was an outrage for me when I first heard about it. I was like, "What's the point?" I guess yeah. it it takes up less space so that you can fit more gubbins inside in terms of memory, RAM, or whatever. And it means they can sell you their really expensive headphones. Absolutely, it's yeah. a conspiracy, man. Yeah. So let's get on to the thing, thing about the morning. That was definitely Bad jingle. that was definitely eligible. Led, <laughs> yeah, our thing w- of wordable. Thing of thing i thought about this morning so harley how responsible do you think musicians should be for censoring their music that's a very interesting question because what uh, there's two ways of looking at it that the musician should uh i mean should be censoring what they're singing what they're not always the words they're using but the subject matter right uh to 
not expose younger ears to uh, mm-hmm. stuff that, you know, they may not be mature enough to sort of deal with properly, I guess. Right. Um, or just so they don't learn bad words. Um, <laughs> but should that... Uh, I think potentially that responsibility should be with the later down the line with stuff like uh, radios having, you know, airplay of no swear words up until a certain time or whatever. I think that's, that's, yeah, that's fairly... I think that's a fairly uh, accepted thing. Um, and uh, for like, and, and streaming services to, to be able to do the same and stuff like that. Mm. I think it's, it's a difficult thing because just the word censorship, so much taboo, taboo comes with it, doesn't it? Yeah. So it's just it's literally censoring someone and stopping them from actually bringing their true opinions to light Stifling because they're man. worried. I mean, um, I, in, in a sense, censor my... Yep. My, my lyrics because I'm sitting there going what I really want to say is FS and everything you know and C words um, not all the time mm. but I mean I'm sitting there going yeah but I don't really want to limit my audience that's size it. that's it you, you, you're you making essentially a, a business decision over a creative decision but at very little cost mm. is it like for, for certain artists like I think a lot of your music is doesn't sound like you know what it would be much better if you just said, uh, "Yeah, fudge, fudging, heck." Yes, but yeah, like yeah, I, I see what you mean. I think it's the difficulty because it's this point: where do you draw the line in terms of what you're censoring? Because I mean, a lot of radio shows I hear them saying "bloody" and and yeah. and, and "bitch," I think even, yeah. which I mean is supposedly fine. Yeah, um, well, it depends on context, I suppose. Mm. Um, uh, and I'm sitting there going, right, okay, so, but who says that's okay? Because, I mean, a lot of this stuff comes from the parental advisory explicit lyrics or explicit context. Yes. S- content stickers that you see on uh, on CDs. Because a lot of the time, up until that point, there was no warning no. as to whether people were swearing in popular music. And that mostly derives from heavy metal. Right, yeah. It's all like Judas Priest and uh, Slayer and stuff and, and so there would everybody sitting there thinking oh we got to save our kids from these Satanists <laughs> and uh, and it's all sort of you know middle American mothers yeah um, that kind of campaigned for this there's a really interesting video of this on Vox okay yeah YouTube channel right and I've got to see what I'll find what it's called I've got it down here it's how heavy metal and Satan gave us the sticker so it's in the parental Par- advisory right. and it's a very interesting little documentary it's about 20 minutes long um, just saying about how you know people used to turn the records going backwards to hill like, hail Satan my sweet Satan oh yeah and like you know I think there was like one kid killed himself and his parents uh, like, knew he listened to Judas Priest apparently listening back to it just says do it do it do it or something like that so they thought Judas Priest killed their son so you know they get kind of punished in lawsuits Right, yeah. But see, that again, then it brings into censoring after the fact, like you say. So you've written something. Mm. So you reckon it should be the the responsibility of the record label, the radio stations and the distributors to censor yeah, it. Yeah, I think for those people who want to, who don't want to be, uh, what's the word? Not, they don't want to not hear the swears. <laughs> <laughs> like um, they're not what they're not bothered. There's an album I listened to. Uh, it's really f- one of my favourite ones, uh, Kendrick Lamar album. And voice. I damn when I'm driving, I'll voice thing and go, "Hey Google, play this," and I'll play it, and it automatically comes up. Oh, it's listening to me now. Shh. Um, automatically <laughs> comes up with uh, the censored version. Really, and with a rapper with that kind of flow. When you take out singular words, it ruins yeah. the entire thing. So it's like, Absolutely. well, that art is then uh, is tampered ru- with, yeah, and yeah. at a higher cost than other songs that can can do without those words. Right. Yeah. Um, the content is never going to be safe for uh, safe for young ears. Really, that kind of music. So, mm. really, should that be censored at all? Because you're still reading between the lines yeah. and, like, you know. Something, something, earn a buck, and something, something, what the truck? You know, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm trying to say. What's that so truck over there? Not saying it. Does it really censor it? Yeah, it's, that's true. It's like it's like people sitting there saying, uh, like on news channels and stuff. They said this person said the n word. This person said the f word. It's like what? Oh, t- 
Just you say it. You're making me say it in my head. So you're yeah. making me the bad person. Then. That's it. That's like, it. You, know, you, know. You, you, you make me say the N word. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to be the person that says that kind of horrible word. You know. No. So, but I mean, you know, then, but then it gets into too much free speech territory, isn't it? It's like yeah. you should be able to say whatever you want to say, but never hamper anybody from being able to give you a rebuttal and tell you just how wrong and disgusting what you've just said is. Yeah. Um, go on. I, who was it I was talking with last night? It was someone who was saying about um, Ed Sheeran and as uh, you say, he had a massive audience. He And they said well, he could have said something, he could have really made a like a point and like talk about the Amazon and saying, you know, just to make you all aware that the Amazon's on fire and that's a real yeah. big deal. And, it's terrifying. And he didn't. And I was like, yeah, but at the same time, he's not one that's known for his... I know it's not a political thing, but he's not known for his political opinion. It's not topical, yeah. Um, and I think that's a conscious decision because although he it's might... Topical rainforest. You know, and they were saying, well, surely someone of that note uh, should use their, use their influence to be able to go, oh, you know, uh, make, do your bit for, you know, climate change or whatever. Mm. But if you've got the freedom to say that, you've got just as much right in going and saying... F this. Yeah, uh, you know, lefty, left-handed people are lower-class citizens. <laughs> you know, there's nothing... Wow, man. If you want... You said that. I'm going to take that as a, as a, <laughs> as a sound <laughs> bite. cut it out. Yeah, exactly. No context. Um, but to say that, it may, you know, to, to say something that we may agree with, he's got just as much right saying something we may disagree, disagree with. with. Absolutely. So if you've got the freedom to say something good... You should have the freedom to say something. The crazy thing is that used to be a right wing thing. It was like you can't say that. You must live in the specific society that we have built. Yeah, and yeah, you 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 must watch what you say all the time. Um, But then when you know those people uh, on on the righter side of the spectrum um, Mm. started sitting there making it a bit more anti Semitic, or uh, you know we're going for white supremacy, then the the lefties. Come in and sit there and say you can't say that. Yeah, you you can't do that. And then it's the right. And it's now it's it's the sort of the alt right that's in there going. Oh, you're hampering free speech. That's it. So that's it, it. I it guess swaps. The overall narrative is you're allowed to say what you like as long as we like it. Yeah, it's like the it's like the Earth's poles. They're slowly swapping yeah. as it goes. Yeah, <laughs> um, and it's a really interesting thing. Is I, I have we done a dis- I think we did do a thing. I thought this morning whether you know. Politics and music should mix. Right, not. yes. Um, I that don't was in a past episode and you guys should listen to it. Yeah, yeah, go back. I don't know which episode, so listen to them all. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be like the guy from Spain that downloaded 50 of them. Yeah, um, thanks, Spanish guy. Cheers, buddy. Muchas gracias. Um, but yeah, so I, yeah. I think it's a really important thing to uh, put across exactly what you want to say in a song. Yeah. Other people can censor it, but you could just don't be surprised when not everybody likes your stuff. Yeah. And just because someone doesn't like it doesn't mean that you're wrong to say that. Yeah. It doesn't or you know you're allowed to have an opinion, and don't necessarily let people not agreeing with it mean that your opinion is not valid. It's um, unless you're you know hating on left left-handed people as much as I do when I'm hanging around with Rainer anyway. Harley. Um, yeah. I beep you. Oh, thanks, man. You don't know what I said there. No, I didn't. Some people might just find the word love repulsive. <laughs> anyway, sorry if you <laughs> no sorry if I comment. just triggered you, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um right, let's get on to the <laughs> Tremolo. So um Harley, have you got your list there that I've sent you? I do. He does. So uh this weekend. Oh, is there any specific gigs that you're doing this weekend that you want to shout out? But we Um I have, I was supposed to have a gig on Saturday with Chart Attack, um, I can't do it, so we're in the process of trying to find a bass player, but I think we're sorted for that, but Chart Attack are playing the Fixo Labour Club on Saturday night. Cool. Uh, I will be playing with Hoppy and the Hopefuls on the Sunday, 4 till 6, nice. at the Dove, oh, and then cool. we'll be running across town to the Shamrock and playing with Class Act. Oh, awesome. Um, I think 8 onwards. Yes, I was actually going to be promoting that so we'll do that twice yay um, I myself on the Friday I'm playing with Impilo um, oh, nice. at Unity and Music Unity and Music and the funny thing is that both Rainer and Gav can't make it so that's the drummer and the guitarist wow so basically it's going to be Rich Webb 
myself yeah. on guitar, and, uh, and Murray playing bass. So it's the Impeelabillies. 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 So yeah, that's nice. gonna be really fun. That's at Unity Festival uh, in Burton. Okay. Um, so near the near no no not Burton Burston, which is uh, up in, in Norfolk. Great. Um, some of the same people as Maui Wowie uh, run oh, that one. Okay. So it's gonna awesome. be a really big festival, I think. Um, I'm also playing a private party on the Saturday in Sheringham Golf Club. So that should be quite fun. Is it a, a birthday party wedding. Uh, I think. Just it's give people an, clues as to how they can crash. I should remember this off the top of my head uh, of somebody being uh, no no I can't remember it's an anniversary cool yeah. so if you know anyone who's having an anniversary weekend try and get an invite if you want to go see Josh play exactly or just you know hide in the back of my van yeah. just tell me please first um, and then on the Sunday I'm playing at the Multicultural Fest oh cool yeah in Ipswich on the Alexandra Park yeah so right next to where the college is I'm going to be starting at 12 uh, it's basically a big celebration of lots of different cultures uh, different musics and different food from across the world that have found themselves in Ipswich and just help to better our community I think nice. of course we, they've got the whitest band they could find to open it up <laughs> I mean right look at them um, I was just yeah that's what, I've, that's what I've been saying I'm just like we're just like the token white guys for this for this event because <laughs> um, everything after us is is stuff that you haven't seen or heard before great really that's amazing Chinese dancers see. and Indian mailer um, yeah it just it's going to be really wonderful just to awesome, sort of see yeah. all these people to come in, coming together um, so yeah that's that's my busy old weekend do you want to read out the, the first gig that I've got on the list so we do have yeah you you asked me to do that because that's really hard to say <laughs> Science Science I think it's just Science Science uh, was here tour uh, with the middle floor and Rise Shabby that is at the rep is that the right one I believe so yeah there we go, uh, starting nine o'clock, That's going Friday. to the early hours, Friday night. Yeah, yeah. So if you like your hip-hop, um, your local hip-hop specifically, uh, you'll like that. And it's yeah, it's all different stuff. It's not something just like some guy that just got a boom bap, you know, back in sample yeah. and just wrapped over top of it. It's people that have really honed their trade. Nice. Um, so August 30th, which is the Friday, is the start of Unity Festival, which I was just talking about. It's at Wolsey Bridge Fields in Dis, well, near Dis Should in we, Norfolk. Uh, should so, we uh, take it in turns and name the artists that are playing? Yes, Friday the 30th of August, we've got Captain Flat Cap. My Bad Sister. For the Hornets. Forest of Fools. Impilo. Helena Deans. Pretty Ace. Tangles. Bridget Holmes. So, then we've got, then we could have made all those up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Saturday the 31st of August, we have Electric Jalaba. Black Cat Baron. The Mighty Flux. Thy Last Drop. They're amazing. Gally. They are also Gally? amazing. Gally? Gally, Gally. I think they're, they're amazing. Gally, I think. Uh, Gabriella Eva. Total hip replacement. <laughs> Headspace. Easy Dread. Nebulous Sun. Love that band. Gaffer Tape Sandy. Love Yay. that band. Diamond Dive. Love it. And Caswell. Caswell, yeah. Love Caswell. International she's, star. She is an international the, star. She's playing the tonight. the very near future. Yes, yeah, she is, yeah. yeah. She's playing tonight. We're Last supporting the... Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Um, so, August 30, they've got Prima Donna Festival, which is in Petto in Suffolk. Yes. Just kind of near Stonham. Petta, sorry. Yeah. I used to do... Um, yeah, we did a gig there, didn't we? Yeah, we did we a did, festival. Yeah, that's the same thing. Is it the same Petta thing? Fiesta, same people that are Wonderful. running it. That's so, amazing. yeah, like lots of different types of, uh, yeah. of, of art going on there. Um, so, yeah, check that one out. And that's also uh, got a focus on women in, in different parts of the industries. Um, amazing. Yeah, that, that, so, yeah, it's trying to focus on a lot more female-based um, lineup and yeah. also having sort of talks with female professionals to sort of, you know, encourage other people to yeah. how they deal with it. Um, right, okay, so then we've got 31st of August, which is, what's that, the um, the Sunday? Uh, no, Saturday, sorry. Uh, yeah. Saturday. That is... Where we, uh, sorry, I've lost where we are. <laughs> uh, 3pm on the 31st of August at the uh, Premier Pool Club yes. in Ipswich. We have... Uh, uh, Premier <laughs> Club. Um, okay, so we have Tableau Mort. Oh, right. no, but what's what? it called, Harley? I don't know. Dead Soul Festival. Right. I didn't, that's not on it. I didn't see that. It oh, is. no, it is. It's in brackets. I'm, oh, I'm a there bad person. No, you're not a bad person. Yeah. So that's Darren Smith putting that one on. Yeah. So do you want, yeah, let's so, do this. The, the the Metal Festival Band Names edition of the Harley and Josh Show. Cool. This what what be, we got? We're going to, it's going to be hard to say. Tableau Mort. Elimination. They're back. Elim Darkle. Tri Darkle. Darkle. <laughs> Triangle Face. Devoted Defiance. I've given you all the hard ones to say. Yeah, you have. Descend. Killer Corp. Nice. And Pestilent Morning. 
That's really clever name. That's that. a great name. Pestle and morning. Um, not pestle and mortar. That's what <laughs> I, 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 it must be. It must be a play on words in that. Regard. You reckon? All right, I okay. think it has to be. I love it. Um, so yeah, then we've got after that we've got the Woodbridge Festival of Art and Music. That's Saturday the thirty first of August. I just laughed it. So <laughs> nice. Um, so that is going to start off at twelve o'clock with I'm not sure if we're starting with him but no it won't be starting with him this is the headliners Justin Robertson Bessie Turner we Cy Begg Dudley Benson Ben Osborne we Richard Hoff we Peter Hepworth we Exterior Focus on Scotland as well oh yeah interesting go on also yeah so the, um, loads of so uh, a lot of Edinburgh bands Scottish bands there we go so you've got Exterior North Atlas Planet Voices. Oh, they're from Woodbridge. So, yeah, oh, they that's are the Planet Woodbridge. Music okay. guys. And Ben Gable have probably been training those guys. Wonderful, great. Uh, Bobby Glow. DJ Hustle. Nice. And Auntie L. Smooth Groove. Nice. And uh, plus Howard Monk and the local presents renowned festival show Folk Idol at the Red Lion from 8.15pm. Nice. Cool. Uh, then we've got the one big multicultural festival, including the Lockabillies. And that's yeah. Sunday, the 1st of September at 12 o'clock. And Harley, how are we going to finish off the weekend? I don't know. It's right down there at the bottom. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, we've got Class Act. Class Act. 8 o'clock. Wait. Six o'clock. It, it says is here. actually going to be eight o'clock. I think. We, okay. We thought it was six o'clock, but I got informed this morning that it's actually eight o'clock. So at the Shamrock and Ipswich. There we so go. that's Rob Lewis, Bronwyn Cooper, Raina Van Dell. Uh, we've got Tom McCarthy. Har- Tom McCarthy's playing guitar. Yep. And there it is. Get off the bingo card. And hey. Harley Cotton on the bass. Yes. So I am. Amazing. It's going to be good. So yeah, it's been wonderful to talk to you, Harley. It's been good. Thank you. Uh, thank you uh, for thank the Blue for Cross sh- for giving us a room. Thank you, Blue uh, Cross. To uh to to record this, uh, if Thank you, you for want giving a dog, us a bed for us to share, yeah, we've been literally lying on the bed as we do this. It's been <laughs> quite comfy, isn't it? Yes, indeed. Quite nice. But um, yeah, if you you know, uh, for your all your uh dog adoption needs, these also guys, training as well. If you yes, do have wor- problems with training your new puppy or whatever, they can you, really help. They do actually have some really great people they have here. They've also got advice on how to look after your pets. Yeah, and if you do come by, tell them we sent you. I mean, you won't get anything special. It's not. No. they're not. They're not sponsoring us, but. No. Um, uh, you know, just tell them we sent you because just so they can start bitching about us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, those, those guys. Oh, they left. They left. They Such left. a mess on the bed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think we have to leave it there. Okay. Um, please like, subscribe, and share. And yeah, tell people about us, please. Not enough people know, oh. especially in Spain. There's only got one person. <laughs> we want to be international podcasters by the end of this week. Make it happen. Adios. <laughs> uh, what's another goodbye? Ciao. God's sake. Bye. It's been a hard day.